Welcome to another episode of On the Clock. We're here with your host, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. Hey, welcome to a special edition of On the Clock Radio, man. We got so much for you guys. We got a full pack show. You don't want to miss it. Uh, we have to break down what's exactly going on in Florida football um, as far as high school. What's what to mean? What's going on in the county? I know there's been a lot of confusion. There was a huge meeting uh, that came out on Monday that really broke down what's going on. We have somebody here that's going to help us break that down. Also, we have two very special guests. We have TJ Robinson and Desmond Mamoudi. These are two USF commits uh, that are going to play football for the Bulls. What's going on, George? How you been, man? I'm pumped, man. We have an exciting show. We got a lot of my favorite people joining the show. Desmond Moody played for me when he was 10 years old. Love having him on the show. We got TJ Robinson that's coming from Rutgers all the way down to USF. He's excited about joining. And then we got a special guest, man. We got Florida High School Sports that's joining the show to give us a recap of the meeting that just happened and what it means for the state of Florida. That's It's, it's going to be exciting, man. Yeah, man. I'm interested to see what happened in that meeting. I want to know. Because there's a lot of confusion, man. You know, I was going back and forth with people, not not arguing nothing, just going back and forth, trying to get information about what exactly transpired, what happened, uh, going back on all different social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just going back and forth, trying to figure out and piece together what's exactly happening, where's the future, and where we're heading into, uh, you know, saying into the 2020 season. You know what I mean? Uh, it's going to be weird, man. Uh, it's going to be interesting. How's you and the kids, man? How's wifey? Good man, you know, still doing the beach body workout. Ooh, so can continue to do that. We're on day, uh, I think like day 16 now okay. on it. So it's trying to drop a couple LBs. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped, <laughs> pretty pumped about how, that. How do, you, how do you feel overall? Do you feel like you're dragging? Do you feel like it's, you know, do you, you're pushing? <laughs> Does it feel like shit? I got to get up in the morning. <laughs> like, what do you feel like, man? Oh, it definitely feels like that each morning. <laughs> I definitely right, hate I can imagine. getting up in the morning to do all that. But, you know, it's something me and the wife are doing together. So I think uh, us as a couple kind of working on that stuff together, pushing each other forward, I think is definitely, you know, for, for the best. Kids are in swimming lessons. Nice. So, nice. So when they first started doing the swimming lessons, it was terror. Okay. Kids were crying the entire the entire time. My son's looking over at me, give me the evil eye. Like, why? <laughs> I will remember did you this put in me... four years. Oh, buddy. absolutely. When when you're old and I'm taking care of you, yeah. I'm gonna remember this. I'm gonna put you in a right? pool. That exactly right. That's the look he was giving me, right? So, but now now we're four classes in. Little man just jumps right in. He's nice. having fun. No more crying. Thank God. Nice. I was telling the teacher, it was like, man, I don't like, you know, the crying as a dad. You want to tell your kid to be a little tougher. My daughter, on the other hand, she picked it up pretty quick. Right. She's already swimming on her own, you know, pretty well, given it's only four classes in. So I'm pretty pumped uh, about that. How about, how about you guys? I know football for youth is around the corner from potentially starting here. So how, how are the Jags looking? Yeah, when look, are you guys looking to get started? Man, we look good. I mean, we're, you know, we're waiting just like everybody else is. So we won't get back into it till July 27th, this upcoming Monday. Uh, that's when we'll first be out there. And again, we're giving time to pass to figure out what's going to happen with the county because we don't even know if the county is going to be like, you know what, sorry, this is the decision we're making. There'll be no sports going on until past August or whatever the case may be. So we don't, we really don't know. But yet we've already made plans to, uh, I guess, still do organizational things. Because in my opinion, and, and in the Jags, some of the Jags, you don't need football to be able to mentor children. You know, we, we love playing the sport. We want to make sure the kids have fun. But again, bro, we're all in just to make sure the kids are, are off the streets, make sure they're, they have something to do, make sure they're not just occupying home. So we have other things in plan in place that are going to go ahead and, and help these kids throughout the season still do, you know, organizational things with them. You know what I mean? Um, book readings, watching movies, maybe breaking down film, maybe doing, still doing conditioning, uh, maybe just, you know, having a mentor night, you know, especially with the older kids, teach them how to tie a tie or do a job interview type stuff to, you know, again, you don't need sports just to mentor. You know what I mean? So we're doing that at the Jags, man. You know, we got a, a lot of things going on. We're just waiting to hear what's going on, which, by the way, that's why we have, you know, the media uh, guy coming in to tell us to break down exactly. He was in the meeting. He was there with the, when they were online breaking it down. And, and I'm surprised. I don't know if you know this, George. It was four and a half, like almost five hour meeting. It was almost like, yeah, that's, a that's long, crazy. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and, and again, this whole time, the Florida High School Association really hasn't given any kind of guidance until right now. Like I haven't heard very much from Florida High School. I know Hillsborough County has been doing things. 
they've been putting things in place, but I'm interested to see what's got going on. Uh, Family-wise, we're good, man. My kids are still acting crazy. We had a, <laughs> a <laughs> we are having Nerf battles at night. Um, there you go. Yeah, man, we cut the lights off and we just go at it. Now, I'm going to tell you I'm cheating because and they don't know this, and they probably will after they hear this podcast, but I have NVG goggles, right? So if, if anybody doesn't know what that is, I used to be prior military. I still have my night vision goggles. And no, I never turned them back into the armory. You know, I never, I never did. Okay. Uh, but they're mine and I have them. So I've been literally just turning them on and annihilating my kids on Nerf guns at night. And the kids, don't, their kids think I'm a marksman. They're like, God, how do you do that? I was like 15 years How do you see in the training. dark? <laughs> I got them like, I got 15 years in the core. You know, they don't even know, man. They just think I'm a super spy or something. Uh, but we've been having fun, man. So we've been good, bro. And, yeah. And you got to do these things to pass the time. Yeah, now, I will. I, I do want to ask you, baseball kicks off here on Thursday. Yes. Right yes. now, they're playing the little inter-squad inter games. Yep. Doing a little bit of that to kind of get themselves ready. But they're preparing to go on Thursday. Rays kick off on Thursday as well. Are you excited about it? I'm super excited about it. You know what? Just you know, I'm gonna throw this out there. You remember um, uh, Ryan? Um, I can't pronounce his last name from Regal? Athletes Retreat. Regal. Yep, Ryan Regal. So over at Athletes Retreat. So, you know, he gave me that baseball fantasy advice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were texting and calling. So I, I'm. I can't wait to get him on the show as well and have the listeners listen to him as well in the future. But a couple, some of the guys he gave me are not even going to play. They tested positive for COVID. So um, I'm excited, though, and it's something. I'm interested to see how it's going to work for baseball. I think baseball, more than football, I think baseball is able to have that social distancing. You know what I mean? Like, I think they're going to be okay in that aspect. But I wonder how long are they going to be wanting to get tested every day? Yeah, that's going to be you – know I mean? Yeah, it's gonna be tough, man. Because the, the doing the test every day, I know at least in the NFL, they proposed doing testing every day until a certain period, and yep. then being like twice a week or something. So you know, right now we're just in that environment where everything's so unknown, every, every everything's uncharted waters right now. So it's interesting to see, but I'm glad there's something on TV to watch. I'm glad there's some kind of sports. I right. think America needs it. I think our kids need to see need, need to see something. So uh, I'm excited about it. Another thing I'm excited about, we're, we're almost full for our fantasy football league. Yes. We I, got, I need I football to go we on. Limited, we need limit, limited spots left. I think there's only about two or three spots. So if you're definitely interested in doing that, hit us up. Go to our website, otcsportstalk.com, and uh, shoot us an email there. Hit up on our social media. You can find us on IG or Twitter by searching On The Clock Radio on both those sites. I'm pretty pumped about that. You know, the ring, the trophy, yeah. the, the steak dinner. What else could you want? Uh, exactly. And I'm going to tell you right now, for the ones that registered, this is not going to be any easy picnic. You know, I know you might have won in your, you know, your, I don't know, your church group or, you know, your, your fantasy football <laughs> group at work or whatever. But this isn't going to be easy. You're going against two heavy hitters that are known in fantasy football. So if you come out on top and win, this is a legit legit win and i'm, I'm gonna put it out there you're a nationally gonna be you're nationally recognized <laughs> as a fantasy football winner uh because to beat me and especially beat you george because i know how many i know how many fantasy leagues you go through a year man um it's not gonna be easy so the ones that want to come up don't don't be intimidated step up to the plate line that you know s up and let's let's go to work and see what you got man so i'm excited about it too bro yeah i'm excited for that i'm excited for the draft we're gonna do the draft on zoom Mm -hmm. We're gonna see each other, do the face. We we may even go live for the draft. We definitely gotta go and live. let the audience kind of chime in on the picks and what's a great pick, what's the sleeper, oh, who yeah. made the bone pick of the of the draft. So I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. Um, so we're gonna take a short break here on the next side of the break. You're gonna catch us. We're gonna bring in our Florida high school sports uh, teammate and friend here to talk about the FHSA. Don't go anywhere. You're not gonna miss it. You're on the clock. All right, on the clock, fans, welcome back from the break. And then next up, we have Florida High School Sports is actually joining us via Zoom. Welcome to the show. How you doing? How you been? Yeah, I mean, family's doing good. We, I, I happen to have a rather large family, and we've been fortunate enough to, you know, stay safe, stay healthy, 
And um, we're just, you know, following all the right protocols, staying safe, staying healthy once again. Yeah, I appreciate you joining the show on a short notice. I know you're a busy guy. You just attended the meeting over here, uh, you know, Monday about FHSA and what that means for the state of Florida. Uh, you know, I want to dive right into it here. I know you attend the meeting via Zoom mm -hmm. on Monday. You know, you're our expert when it comes to this. So I want to ask you, summarize to me you know, FHSA decision to keep the calendar dates the same and really what's the impact for Florida football here in the state? So with that being said, in the FHSA bar meeting yesterday, there was a variety of topics that range from a variety of many different dates. But the main impact that is coming from this is the amount of schools that will be not participating in the state series this year just today, we've already had Broward County, uh, Orange County uh, Public School District has all said that they will not start July 27th. And the FHSA still has to give a start date on when schools have to opt in to participate in the state championship. I mean, we're talking about names, Edgewater, Dr. Phillips, Apopka, and that's just, we're talking about Orlando right now, that right now are not looking like they're going to compete in the state series. Now, the meeting took nearly five hours. That's a long meeting. Why did it take the, the board so long to come to a decision? Well, they had a variety of different factors, and it stemmed from the beginning of the meeting where Commissioner, or Board Member Schusterman recommended the SMAC committee, uh, the SMAC committee, which is the health committee for the FHSA, of, for the people that do not know that, he recommended that they go over the recommendations that they had sent that day to the board, the, the board members, all the board members got them. They didn't really have a lot of them didn't have a chance to review the SMAC guidelines, but Dr. Jennifer Menard came on the uh, conference call and she did give a good explanation, explanation, uh, sorry about that explanation from what the SMAC guidelines basically said, and then obviously arranged from different dates of how we're going to start, what policies do we have to change, how is this going to affect our kids and family members, teachers, officials, schoolmates, all that kind of stuff. There's a, a lot of topics to go over within a three-hour period, you could say. So the SMAC committee basically has a, does it have a huge impact on the FH, FHSA's decision? Because a lot of people, especially myself, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, the SMAC committee, I'm not very clear on what exactly the roles and responsibilities mm -hmm. are and how they, mm -hmm. you know, how they go into FHSA's decision. You know what I mean? So the SMAC committee came in as almost, you could say, a third-party uh, committee, all full of health officials, I mean, from chiropractors to dentists. You know, they had, they had a doctor on the committee, uh, but they, from what I was understanding that those recommendations did not provide much impact to the board, board members decisions as many, many of those recommendations regarded pushing back the start date indefinitely. I mean, we're talking about at the earliest, the FHSA was going to have to say October, but one thing to point out was board, uh, the head of the board, Lauren Oturo, Oturo forgive me if I pronounced that wrong. But Lauren Otero recommended that we take into recommendation two regarded from the SMAC committee, which basically said that COVID, screen, COVID screening would be a daily thing for schools, health, uh, referees, players, trainers, uh, band members, administrators. I mean, a COVID screening just similar to what uh, professional sports are almost doing without the test that that recommendation too from the SMAC wasn't going to have to be put in and ultimately got voted down, but that seemed to be a large topic of conversation last night. Let me ask you this also. What was the fall task force proposal? Why did it get voted down? Um, I'm not very clear on why it did. So ultimately what the fall task force had put together was a proposal regarding when we were going to start, which is what everybody was assuming, but they came up with a range of three dates which stem from at earliest July 27th to at latest, I believe, was September 7th, um, where schools must notify the FHSA that they will begin practice on this date. Now, depending on which category you chose, you would go into another division. So, for example, let's use this was Division One as it was classified by board member Justin Harrison. We'll say Division One schools would have to start practice between July 27th and I believe it may, may have been August 21st 
Um, but once you dis- once you tell the FHSA you will begin practice on those particular dates, they will reclassify you in that division, and then they were going to begin the state championship process as scheduled, along with the regular season play as well. That created too much confusion, especially with four new board members joining. Well, ultimately, I believe all four of them did vote down the task force proposal. Just too complicated. There was questions about who and how people got selected to be on this task force. Too many questions that just weren't answered to get the proposal approved. Now, give us an explanation. How is it that the FHSA board is even made up of? But so, what is it consists of? So beginning with the FHSA board, it varies very much. Um, you have members of the FHSA staff, which currently work in the building, work with Executive Director George Common, uh, many different uh, members within the staff. I mean, tech people, media people, they're all on the board. But then they will pick people like uh, athletic directors. Jeff McLean was a notable athletic director from Merritt Island High School that was on the board. Uh, Charlie Ward was a head coach that was put on the board. It's it, it varies, and they try to put pick uh, multiple different sources. Even Mr. Jeff Oliva came from the Department of Education to join the uh, Florida High School Athletic Association board last night. So with that being said, explain where the board member, Lauren Otero, seemed, because she called out FHSA for basically lack of leadership and not leading from the front when it came to this. What's your idea on that? So this is something that did not really raise an eyebrow to the public side, but it did raise one to me as the board is made up of almost two separate parties, the FHSA staff and the people who work for a school or a uh, department within the state government or the state the school district. Um, but it, it was something interesting to me as the head of the, the FHSA board that Lorna Otoro basically called out uh, a lack of leadership. George Tomlin is mainly the guy who would run stuff. He's the executive director of the FHSAA. But, I mean, they, the, the mood within the conference call and just the dialogue that was said from that point on, it, it dropped tremendously for at least a 30-minute period, 30-minute period, I'm sorry, until uh, board member Schusterman finally put a new motion in place, ultimately got voted down. But it, it, changed, it changed the almost the feeling of how these two parties were going to work together in a negative way. So I'm going to ask you the question that everybody wants to know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in the show. Everybody in the state of Florida wants to know what is what is the outlook for high school sports this year? And, and really, what do we need to know? So I'm, I'm going to start with the second part of that question. What do we need to know? Whatever you do know is not going to happen. Many people via Twitter I see I saw that was calling out uh, board member Bobby Johns, who ultimately put in motion the plan that we are currently uh, under via the FHSAA, which is keep the calendar dates as normal, start the season as normal. If you can't, the FHSA will be flexible and make it known that the FHSA constantly made it known that they will be flexible with any school who could not start July 27th. Uh, but what people need to know is that that it would not it's going to look nothing like what it used to. You're going to have big names that are not going to play in the in the state series. I'm I mean I'm already planning on that myself on my side. I'm over here trying to contact coaches to see what's their plan. And it's not looking good in South Florida, and not to mention South Florida won seven of the eight state championships last year. So we can see a whole new state champion, uh, you could say state championship class between the um, between uh, football this year and, and the state of Florida. So with teams not starting or being part of the state series, I mean, have you heard from counties or have you seen from different counties that won't be participating in the state series? And if they don't participate, are they going to still provide some sort of high school sports? Yes and no, you could say. Uh, the main thing for schools not competing in the state series, and which is what I've heard from multiple athletic directors who uh, really do doubt that they can play on time and meet the FHSA's requirements to qualify for the playoffs, is that they are going to start their own league, you could say, I would, I would say temporarily for this season, just because of the circumstances that we are living in. 
Um, but for say Charlotte County, Charlotte County is one of the uh, most recent schools that say, hey, we're gonna have, they're actually gonna have a meeting Wednesday to discuss the possibility of breaking away from the FHSA this year and starting their own league. That would be perfectly fine. That's under all the bylaws of the FHSA. It does not violate anything. You obviously can't compete for an FHSA state championship, but schools are allowed to do that. Just like schools are allowed to say, hey, I, we're not going to play a kickoff classic this year. It all, it all fits under a, the bylaws set by the FHSA. Now, schools that you can say, I'm, I'm going to use Miami, for example. We'll use uh, the, the three, three main South Florida counties. Uh, because they are they are hit the hardest, and uh, board member Carlos Ochoa made it very well known that it is extremely doubtful that it, it, it's there's going to be high school football in South Florida this year. Take a school like Miami Northwestern. They may or may not play with the FHSA's guidance. Now, with that, me saying that might be confusing, but. With the FHSA giving Miami Northwestern the chance to say, "Hey, I can pull it. We can pull a team to schedule a non-conference game, and you guys can play each other, right? And maybe a team that didn't qualify for the playoffs, but is is you know a decent team that just had a hard district and they weren't weren't able to make it out. They could do that, or in Miami can very well possibly do the same thing. Charlotte County is discussing and start their own league, and we all know that South Florida has a ton of competition." And that would be that would drive a serious money maker in South Florida. Now, the one question I have for you on this is, you know, we saw Admiral Farragut, you know, shut down their program here recently in, in the last month, and kids started transferring here or there. If these schools don't participate in high school sports, are these kids, you know, because again, these kids are trying to go to college. These kids are trying to get film to be able to get, you know, academic and, and sports scholarships to go to college. Are we going to see more kids uh, applying for exceptions and waivers to try to transfer to other schools that are participating in some type of, uh, whether it be their own little little tier system they, they kind of carve out or part of the FHSA just to get film to be able to send up to colleges? Uh, what are you hearing in regards to that? No, that, that's a great question. Um my thoughts on that would be that how, how would you put this? It's hard to put into a circumstance because under normal circumstances, if say a kid is at Miami Central High School and he steps on the field July 27th, which is the start date for practice. And obviously it's not going to be this year for Miami Central, but we'll use that as an example. He cannot transfer anywhere. So under the FHSA bylaws, once he steps on that field, he cannot transfer anywhere and be eligible to play any kind of ball sports. He want to play golf. He want to play swimming. He definitely can't play football. Um, there has to be some serious waivers, some serious documents filled out, a whole a whole story that's a, a story for another time, you could say. Um, but with that being said, the waivers are going to be filled out. I do believe kids are extremely. This is the ticket for kids to, you know, get a great life, provide a great life for their family. Governor DeSantis said the same thing, that this is their ticket to pursue bigger dreams and to pursue a better life. Um, so, yes, I do think waivers will come into question. This is something that did not get brought up in the FHSA meeting last night, but it is something that's going to have to be discussed. Uh, eligibility, and it would be some form of eligibility waiver, I would say. Yeah, and you think about what if a school decides not to participate in FHSAA for a state championship, now they don't follow their guidelines, so could they accept a kid to transfer over because technically they're not part of FHSAA for that season? So they could potentially, people could be strategic with this, and let's say Miami North Central, you know, using your same example, they're not playing at all, and they got a young man that's there, potentially highly recruited kid says, Hey, you know, there's this team playing out in, in, in Palm beach. That's not part of FHSA. I'm going to go live there for six months, go play ball there. So at least I got film and then move back yeah. down afterwards. That's, that's where I see potentially this evolving to as we get closer down the line and we see people that want to play sports. Yeah, that, that, that is definitely a serious sacrifice uh, for a kid to make, but I understand especially if you're a senior this is your ticket to 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 a way out, you know. 
and um, they could they, they could do that. That's that's an internal discussion for a, a county that would say, hey, we are going to break apart and we are going to do our own thing this year. But another thing to keep in mind is that both, if a school does decide to do that and continue a South, the South Florida example, um, down in South Florida, they have multiple highly talented recruits. Just off the top of my head, Leonard Taylor is uh, the top defensive tackle in the in the country. And uh, senior, he's narrowed out his decisions to Florida and Miami. And I mean, there is a commitment date planned very soon, but you could see him commit and roll early like many other athletes have done across the country and roll early. A lot of his teammates at Miami Palmetto and roll early. And Miami Palmetto now needs to fill some spots and that and. That is where coaching staffs and and uh, coaching staff have to meet with other coaching staffs and uh, athletic directors, county directors to decide, hey, can we move forward with what you said, George, which is bring kids in, even if it's against what the FHA has, has told us in the past. And it's going to be crazy. Like, it's going to be, I mean, this is going to be, it's going to open up another can of worms, man. It's going to mm-hmm. be open another can of worms. So I really appreciate you joining the show. Thank you so much. I know we're going to, as we go through this process, we're going to come to you again and, and have you and lean on you as far as you being in the meetings and, and, you know, being right there on the forefront of what's happening, especially with this COVID-2020. So I really appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much. All right, so let, let the people know, where can they find you on social media to continue to follow you to get exclusive coverage on what's going on? We are, we are operating in our second year on Instagram. You can follow us at Florida HSFB on Instagram. Same handle goes for Twitter, and we just recently have got that updated. So uh, be sure to follow along with all the news that is coming out of high school football. Hey, on the clock fans, stick around. Do not miss anything. Off the break, we got TJ Robinson joining the show. Uh, Rutgers transfer, going to USF, commit, playing here in his hometown, Tampa, Florida, homegrown. You don't want to miss it. You're on the clock. All right, on the clock, fans, make sure you visit our website at otcsportstalk.com. While you're there, check under the shop. We open a new merchandise store. We got masks, shirts, hats, fanny packs. We also have hoodies. It can make the perfect gift. Go check it out, and don't forget, you're on the clock. All right, well, welcome back to the show, On the Clock, man. I'm excited to have my guy here. You don't understand, Tampa's very own Riverview High School. TJ Robinson joins the show. I I can't wait to say, what's going on, man? How you doing, TJ? What's up? I'm doing good. Hey, man, it's been a long time coming, man. You know, we were following you when you was up there at Rutgers, man, so welcome home. How does it feel to be back in, in Tampa knowing that you're going to go to USF, man? How's that feel? Honestly, it feels great. I'm going to be around my family. I'm going to have support and be ready to ball in Tampa. Absolutely, man. And just so you know, I'm not using a plug here, and I hope this isn't a shameless plug, but I know I'm <laughs> definitely going to try <laughs> to bug you for some tickets if, if, if I can or if Jeff Scott or, or Charlie Weiss can let me know to get on the field, that'd be great too. But I won't push my buttons. <laughs> I won't try to push too much. So let me ask you something, man. You got your one year up in Rutgers. You had a good year, um, your freshman year. Tell me about that year, man. It, was it exciting? Were you nervous? How was that leading up to your first game, man? Honestly, leading up to my first game, I was always ready. Like before, like the first couple of games, I didn't get in. And then when they first put me in, like I was ready. Like, once I got on the field, I made uh, my first play out there. I made a tackle, and I was like, I was excited. My blood was pumping. My, my adrenaline was rushing. I was like, yes, sir, this was great. And I was just running to the ball every single play. And I just, I don't know, it was just a great feeling. Did you have a celebration pre-planned? <laughs> so, like, if you did get that tackle, like, you knew what you are going to do on TV? Like, did you have it pre-planned already or just spontaneous? <laughs> no, nah, I thought I made a tackle. I just got up. Took it off and just went back to line up. Yeah, because he's he's been there before, Raul. Yeah, I, well, I know he's, he's an been athlete. Been there, done that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know he's I know he's a dog. I I'm just saying because I would lose my mind because you, you I don't know if you see it, but on Saturday and Sundays you could tell the guys that gets in and he has a pre-planned or versus the guy that doesn't have a plan. It's usually those linebackers <laughs> that don't have a plan. Those guys just get up and they just threw their arms in the air and you know all kinds of stuff. So I was just wondering, just making sure. You know what I'm saying? So after 2019. What what was one of your favorite plays? One of the things that that was most memorable to you in in, in that season? Honestly, uh, it was versus Indiana when I made my first tackle in my first game. I um I was at one of the Gunners, and then uh when I was running down the field, I didn't I thought he was about to uh tear catch the ball, but then he started running, and then once I like chased him down, I caught him, I hopped back up, and I was like, well, I just made my first tackle in the Big Ten, so I was like feeling great. As you're running down the field, do you do you say in your head, "Don't you fear catch it? Don't you fear catch it? Don't you dare! Don't you dare!" Yeah, 
Lurky because they they honestly fair catch the ball a lot. So I was hoping he was going to return it because I was like, I'm right here. If he if he doesn't fair catch this, I'm making this tackle. Right, because and I'm sure the the guy the return is like, I'm not running. I just I just did 40 plays on defense. I'm not running. I'm fair <laughs> catching. <laughs> but that's good that you got that tackle, man. That's awesome, man. That's what's up. I do want to know, you know, for me, you know, I, I've watched you play in review. I remember seeing you at G and G. Shout out to G and G and all the good work they do out there, man. I know watching you play receiver and DB, Coach Rivera always, always loved uh, coaching TJ. That's one of the biggest kid, one of the biggest fans that you have. I want you to know that because uh, as soon yeah. as you, as soon as you transferred, Coach Rivera was, you know, exclamation point, exclamation point, he's back. He was exclamation. excited. He was oh, excited. Oh my goodness, man! It was great, man. So talk about that relationship with with, with G and G, and had it did it help you? with your defensive game and, and playing, or, or what do you think helped with that? Honestly, with Coach Rivera, he not only helped me in, on the football field, but he helped me off the football field as well. Like, being able to help me become a better, like, man, being able to teach me new things. Like, he's, like, honestly a great mentor. Like, the way he coaches, he coaches, like, he's very hard on us, but he also, like, knows what we're capable of. So if we're not, like, uh, fulfilling our uh, job or playing our highest potential, then he'll get on us, and that's what I really like about him. But he's a genuine guy. He always wants to see everybody succeed. Like I love him. Like he's like a second dad. That's great, man. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, dude. So, what got you into football? Well, tell, tell us about your passion for the game and, and why do you love the sport? Me, my first year of playing football, uh, when I when I was five, I was playing flag. I was having so much fun with it, and then like my first year of tackle, I want to say it was in two thousand nine. I'm not gonna lie, I almost quit. After we doing like the hit drills and stuff, I was like, Yo, I don't know, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. But my dad made me stay in it, and then after a couple of years, I was like, yes, I, I love it. Like I started like getting more into it, studying plays, doing this that, and the other, watching highlights, and I was like, I want to be just like him. I want to like be able to run the ball like him, and that's when I like try to do the moves and stuff that they're doing on YouTube or on TV and stuff like that. And then I was like. I love this sport. And well, where did you play youth football at? Honestly, I played at a lot of places. I played with the Carver's Village Panthers. I played with the Brandon Ravens. I played with the Center Center Giants. And those are all the places yeah. I played. That's what's up, man. Shout out to those organizations, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, so so now you're coming to USF. You know, the, the city's excited about you being here. I'm a huge fan. I was watching some of your, some of your clips over at Rutgers. I'm excited for you to be in this defense um, that we have here at USF. For the USF fans out there that don't know who TJ is, who is TJ, let them know what type of player are they getting here at USF. Me, TJ Robinson, uh, they're going to get a hardworking, dedicated player. I'm always motivated, ready to work, and I'm, once I get on that field, it's up from there. That's what's up. That's what's <laughs> there up. Like, you go. Like I told you, man, when you get your number, whenever you get me and George, oh, we, we have, need to know. We need yeah, to know. Yeah, we, we buy jerseys, man. We're jerseys guys, you know, and obviously I'm a, whenever COVID's done, we'll take a picture. But uh, I definitely <laughs> got to get you a jersey, man, because I know – I know, I know it's gonna be some it's gonna be something special, man. It's gonna be a movie these next three years playing here at USF. Yes, sir. I can't wait. I'm excited. So one of the things we like to do, and we, we like to ask all of our college athletes that come on the show, is what advice would you give to our high school kids? There's a lot of high school seniors that are in this situation now where they're thinking about going to playing college football, they want to make that jump. What are what are two or three pieces of advice that you can tell these young men or women, right, for all sports as they get ready to make this jump into college? What's one of the things they got to prepare their mind and their body for as they make that transition? Honestly, they have to for sure be mentally prepared because those workouts, they are killers. And then having to go to tutoring and classes, it's like your day is full every single day. It's like you barely have any free time to yourself unless it's the weekend. So really just mentally prepare yourself by uh, by just staying focused and uh, working hard in the classroom and on the field and in the weight room and stuff like that. And being like prepare yourself to get there. It's just like working out every day, making sure that you're running, keeping yourself in shape because those workouts are no joke at all. <laughs> I bet, man. I bet. And and you said something there with a full day. So I'm sure that these kids now got to work on time management, right? They got to be able to, to understand, hey, I got to get up at 4 a.m. I got to be able to go work out. I got to make my classes. I got to go back to workouts. I got to make more classes. I got tutoring, back to film study, and then boom, <laughs> back to practice again. So they, they would have to work on time management. Do, do you agree that's one of the strongest things that have to be done with the, the kids? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's. I figured that, man. 
It sounds it sounds tiring. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm at 38. It does. I can barely it handle does. an eight-hour job in a podcast. <laughs> it's rough. All right. So the next thing we like to do with with the kids, I appreciate you participating in that, man. So let, let me let me dive in a little bit more to USF. So right. So you 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 got USF on the mind. You got USF on the plans. Everything's set to go. Uh, I know Mom probably already bought her gear. She probably already has gear. Uh, sis probably has it already. You're probably driving a USF car right now. You know what I mean? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> But, I mean, honestly, how does it feel to be playing back in your hometown? You're going to be jumping out of that tunnel soon. How does that How does that feel for you coming out of there? Honestly, it feels great. I'm really excited to be back home playing in my home state and being able to play in front of family and friends and being able to play with some great teammates such as KJ Sells and Mike Hampton, uh, two great leaders on the defense as of right now. Oh, man. And there are some leaders, bro. It's going to be sick watching that. With COVID-19, I know Jeff Scott, uh, in earlier in the year, March was, uh, I believe, the time frame. He set up a, a lot of Zooms for his team. He was doing a lot of uh, clinics for us coaches, man. Have you sat down with Coach, and, and has he explained to you how everything's been going with the COVID-19 and what you guys will be doing out there at USF? Uh, yes, sir. As of right now, they're doing voluntary workouts, so they're not getting into – too much like contact with like full team stuff and stuff like that because they don't want the uh, COVID to like spread throughout the team and stuff like that. Right, right. And you be safe, man. Please protect yourself. Wear a mask. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Hand sanitize your whole body if you got to. Do whatever you got to do. Soap and water. Just make sure because I got to see you on Saturdays playing at USF, man. Yes, sir. To do an episode with them, it's called, it's called This or That. Hey, I'm gonna let Raul go and kick us off with the first with the first question. And these are for everybody that listens to the podcast from USF. You can get to know TJ a little bit more now, a little bit on the personal side. See what 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 he likes, what's his preferences. So Raul, go ahead and kick us off. Yeah, man, and, and also going to give you Coach Scott and, and Coach Wise and Coach Mo and all the other coaches at USF. They're going to give it a, a good idea of of TJ. All right, so here's your first question. Don't panic, TJ. You know, I, I could f- probably feel the sweat coming off your head right now. Don't worry. It's nothing bad, okay? Here we go. Your first yeah, your first question, man. Xbox or PlayStation? Oh, PlayStation for sure. Oh, it, it's got to be this good generation. Man. It's got All I, of them. I really don't meet a lot of athletes that like Xbox. I don't know what's what, Is it confusing? <laughs> like, what's the problem? It's probably... Nah, me personally, me personally, I have, like, more friends that are on PlayStation, so usually we're, like, playing Madden or, like, 2K, stuff like that, so... All right, well, then after the show, we're going to get your tag name. So, I, so me, Coach yep. George, we're, we're going to try to play you and not tell you it's us because if we lose, we don't want you to embarrass us or make a tweet about it or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's a make of a name. Make a make of a name. And actually, TJ, you know what, man? As the year goes on, we're going to have to hit you up because one of the things me and Raul were kind of talking about when you mentioned Madden is we're actually going to have a on-the-clock Madden tournament. Right. And we're going to invite some of the guys that we've had on the podcast that have done interviews in the past, bring them on, do a do a tournament, you know, via Zoom, online, keep our social distancing there. But let everybody just kind of battle it out right. and get a on the clock, on the clock Madden champ. It's the only way That's we can be compete cool. because we can't run on the field with you. <laughs> like, I can't play you no. on football. No you know what I mean? Like, that's going to be embarrassing. So I, I might as well just get on the sticks and try to do it. All right, man, I got your second question. You ready for your second one, big guy? Yes, sir. All right, here you go. This is your second one. Don't panic. All right. Since since you I know you've gotten bigger, I've seen you've gotten, you know, put some muscle on here, okay? I'm gonna ask you, man, are you a pancake guy or a waffle guy? Ah, uh, that's kind of a hard one. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. That's the easiest that's yeah. like an easy question going into the hard ones. <laughs> I don't know. Depending it depends on where I get the pancake or the waffle from, but honestly I'll probably go with waffles though. Oh, oh you finally got one. Look at that, George. I knew it. <laughs> I'm a waffle guy, man. I've been losing to these pancake psychopaths for like two weeks now. <laughs> That's awesome. I got a, I got a waffle dude now. That's great, man. All right, so this is going to be a little tougher now. Okay, now, I know I know you're on the defense side of the ball, so I'm going to ask you, who, if you had to pick one, who would you rather pick? Deion Sanders, okay, or Darrell Weavis? I'm thinking, uh, oh, boy. You didn't know it was going to be this tough today, did you? <laughs> you thought you were just going to talk to old Coach Raul. And just, <laughs> this is gonna be, you didn't think this was going to affect your life today. But I would probably go with Deion Sanders because he was versatile. He could do cover turn, kick return, and play defense. Yeah, man. That's a, that, that's a solid pick. That's a solid, solid pick. Here's one more for you. Here, here we go to the, to the harder questions. All right, so here, here's a hard one for you. 
When you're picking out your cleats, are you picking out Nike, Under Armour, and we're going to introduce Adidas? Um, me, like when I'm working out at home, like like I have to wear my issue gear and stuff like that. I'm choosing Nike. Yeah, Booby Miles style. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> do you know Do you know who Booby Miles was? Uh, yes, sir. Oh, that's my guy. See what I'm talking about? That's it. See, I don't even have to say nothing else. Nobody that's else it. knows who Booby Miles is, bro. It's it's, it's sickening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in this last one here, which one would you rather be? You can be a awesome NFL kicker, or you be an average NFL tight end. Oh, I want to be a great NFL kicker. I'm about to be blue that thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey TJ, you're gonna laugh, man. We had a kid. We had a kid on from Miami, man. Uh, he's he's actually committed to University of Miami. Will be there in 2021. This kid booted a 65 yard field goal, bro. Oh, right. in high school. Oh, yeah. In high school, he's, bro. Yeah, he's a senior in high school. <laughs> 65 yards. It's on YouTube. Andreas Borgales is his name, man. That dude booted it. And it sounds like a bomb going off when his foot hits the ball, bro. It's it's one of the craziest things to see. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So that's our this and that question. That's our this and that questions, man. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead. I know you I know you ordered food right before we jumped on. I know you got big sis in the car with you, man. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you up anymore. I know you can smell those uh, waffle fries since you're a waffle guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell those waffle fries while everybody's dipping in Polynesian sauce. And shout out to Chick Fil A and everything, man. So I'm not gonna let you go. I really appreciate you, TJ, man. And again, whenever you want to jump on here, you and your USF teammates, you guys want to come on jump on we'll make it into a part i know this was a, a short interview with you right now but we can have a whole podcast um dedicated to you guys at usf and come back and let me know how that year was or what's going on during the year because if i see you on tv and you get four or five picks you can guarantee that sunday morning i'm, I'm shooting a message to you <laughs> via text and via instagram saying bro we got to talk about your five interceptions i got we got to talk you know what i mean so expect that from us, yes, okay? Sir. Yes, sir. I got you. All right, man. Shout out to your family, man. Thank you so much, TJ. Thank you so much, TJ. Thank you Appreciate you. Catch us on the other side of the break. We're joined by three-star Carolwood Day School defensive tackle Desmond Mamoudi. USF Commit joins the show. You're on the clock. Hey, on the clock fans, I got something really great for you, man. Listen, if you want to talk sports, and I'm talking about talking sports only, you want to join the Facebook group that we have. It's called On the Clock Radio Sports Talk. We go over all kinds of great events over sports. We have great debates. We've got top 10 quarterbacks, top 10 wide receivers, whatever we're talking about. You want to follow us at On the Clock Radio Sports Talk. Join the group. You can find it on Facebook. Don't forget, you're on the clock. All right, so next up on the show, we have another Luch Chiefs alum. We got Desmond Mamoudi that joins the show. How you doing, man? Doing good, Coach, and you? How's everything going? Good, man. I uh, I appreciate you joining the show, taking some time Absolutely. out. So for, for those that don't know that they're listening to the show for the first time, potentially, Desmond Mamoudi played over the Luch Chiefs. Played, uh, he used to play up. Raul. So Desmond, back in the back when Desmond was playing, we used to have uh, weight limits. Right. <laughs> right. So Desmond used to be, you know, that 10, 11 year old kid that played with the 12 and 13 year olds uh, because he was just a man child. So this is this <laughs> is why this is how you earn your four stars. This is what Absolutely. It was. Yeah, he's seven <laughs> playing against 12 year olds. Yeah. So he used to play up all the time. He used to manhandle the old line and D line. Um, we used to use him as a one tech and as a guard. And when I, I'll tell you something, when he used to pull and come around that edge, lights out. Oh, yeah. He used to <laughs> I used, to, he used to knock a kid on a Saturday until next Tuesday. <laughs> it was a blast. So he's the majority yeah. reason why there was an influx of kids playing soccer. Like yes. He's the reason why the kids yes. decided to go he, play He was making sport. kids quit. Right. right. Absolutely that's, that's right. What it was. So, so Desmond, I'm, I'm going to get right into yes, it, man. Sir. How are you doing? How is the family doing? How, are you guys staying safe during this COVID right now, man? Oh, yes, sir, Coach. We're actually, we're all doing good. The family's doing good. Um, you know, we've just been staying busy at uh, New York, New York Pizza. We're all working right now. So uh, we're getting our hours in there at uh, in the Carewood location. So, uh, yeah, we're all doing good. My mom's having another baby boy in December. Oh, congratulations. Oh, another baby brother, three boys. So <laughs> nice. uh, we're pumped oh. up for that. We're all doing good, though. That's awesome. That's you can feed, them, you can feed them pizza. Then you can yeah, that's what I did to get bigger. <laughs> yeah. That's also your dad. Your dad. Uh, your dad owns New York, New York Pizza, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How, how long yes, have you been in dad. business, man? Well, we've been in Florida since 2007. 
Oh, wow. So, uh, since 2007, my dad's been, by 2008, realistically, is when he really started that's picking awesome. up and everything. So, Yo, but yeah, man, awesome. it's all doing good. Yeah, yeah, my mom and pop, they used to have a restaurant, too. When I was a kid, man, I worked there when I was 10 years old. Uh, we had yeah. a Cuban restaurant. We had a Cuban restaurant. And um, it was great for a time being, because I was, for a time being, dad would pay me. And then <laughs> and then he stopped. And then <laughs> he made me realize, well, I'm just giving you life and food, so what don't yeah. have to really? Yeah. But that's I awesome. I get the shelter talk. Yeah. I get the shelter talk all the time. I get it too. Like I provide you lights. What do you expect? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you, man. That's good, man. That's a nice phone you got, right? Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> so cost you some hours. Yeah. Right, right. Now, now, Desmond, I know. Yes, sir. You know, when, when a lot of people hear Desmond Mamoudi, they don't know the background. So yeah. talk a little about the background. Where are you guys from? Uh, and, and and really, how did you get started in the game of playing football? So, uh, so I'm from Albania. Uh, that's about like that's that's uh, northeastern Europe. A small country. It's a. It's kind of. It's where my dad grew up. My mom was born and raised in uh, Brooklyn, New York. So they kind of met around that area. But uh, so I actually got involved playing football probably when I was like seven years old. Realistically, I got into it. I was playing flag at YMCA, and I would go and pull the kids' flags, and I would just tackle them because I couldn't <laughs> grab the dip. So I would just hit them. So I'd hit him, and then oh, one of the kids' fathers came up to me, and he was like, "Hey, you don't belong here. Like, there's another tackle youth league." down the road uh, at WCAA at the time, the Cowboys. So my mom signed me up there, and ever since then, I just I loved the game. So uh, I kind of all started there. I got I got pumped right away, so it was good. That's dope, man. That's dope. Yeah. Albania, that's, wow. That's, yeah. Man, that's awesome, bro. And they came yeah, over. Wait. That's dope, man. Yeah, my dad so now, came over here when he was 13. 13 years old, my dad came wow. over here. Wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so middle school. Middle school and, and made his way up, got his own business, and he's yeah. rocking it, man. Yeah, how, nah, how many yeah. locations your dad has now? So right now he has eight locations, one man, including in the Tampa International Airport. So uh, he's doing he's doing good with it. Really, man. Yeah, 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 we're blessed. We're blessed. So I'm gonna have to go buy a ticket on an airplane and just try to get in to go to New York, New York pizza. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because that's like to my job. I, I work close to the airport, man. So that's dope. Oh, man. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna try to go get me some. Yeah. There you go. Go ahead. Go ahead. So Desmond, I, I know recently, man, you committed to USF. Yep, absolutely. Huge congratulations. Go Bulls. Yes, sir. Absolutely. We got a ton of Bulls fans that listen to the podcast. So yeah. shout out to, to to USF and everything they're doing here. Finally, yes, sir. you know, and one thing we've talked about a lot is is that presence in that local community that USF mm-hmm. is really trying to establish, right? Yes, and, sir. And again, you're one of the, the proven guys that USF has gone after hard. Yep. So shout out to you for committing here locally. Absolutely. For the people that don't know about the recruitment process, talk a little about why did you pick to go to USF? Out of all the schools you had, you had the option to go to because you had a ton. Yeah. Talk about why USF and what does it mean to you to play here in your hometown? Well, I mean, first and foremost, there's no place like Tampa. I mean, just that's just real off the bat. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade Tampa for the world. And uh, just getting to talk with the coaching staff, becoming familiar with the coaching staff, and and like you know, just all the love that they showed. I mean, they would send letters to my little brother. They would they would send stuff like this, like edits with my little brother. And it's just like family means a lot to me. So if you know me personally, I, like family is a huge thing to me. So that's realistically like what separated them from the other 19 schools. So. Uh, it was it was just kind of like you kind of had that that feeling that intention. It was just like that's kind of where I just want to be, you know. And I mean, it's my hometown. I grew up watching them. I would go to their games on Saturdays. After my games, I would go get a soda, get get some chicken fingers, and I would go and watch them play. And it was just it's kind of been in my culture since I was younger. So I've always been a bull. Just now I'm officially a bull. Right now right. you go. Now, now it's official. Now, now you get to put a jersey yeah. on there. Said yeah. that. Now it's official, baby. And that's yeah. awesome, man. I mean, in the Tampa Bay area. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Every college is. If you can go to play college football, it's it's a beautiful thing. But yes, you know, yeah. everybody in the Tampa area, you know, you hear the conversations more and more and more. Man, if we put all the five star, four star athletes oh, yeah. and make it a hometown thing, man, it becomes it becomes <clears throat> Tampa becomes dangerous. You Tampa know what I mean? Dangerous, right? Tampa dangerous, right, man. So that's good for you, man. I, I love it, man. Yes, sir. I'm definitely gonna be there on Saturdays. I'll be I'll be tailgating first. And then, yeah. and, then, and then I'll go inside, but, uh, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, just, you know, the beers are, are a little cheaper on in the parking lot than it is in the yeah. outside. No, I'm kidding. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but no, so, so one thing we got to do, Desmond, once you get your Jersey number, you got, shoot me a text. Let me know what it I is. Will. One thing that we do for every, every, every athlete, every student athlete comes on the podcast. We buy their Jersey. Uh-huh. We got a studio right now because of COVID, we're obviously working from home, but we got a studio. We put the Jersey up on the wall and those are the kids we represent. Cause you know, you, you join our podcast, you came on the show. We want to show you love, Absolutely. especially now, Florida. 
you get paid for your likeness. Yeah, I know. So I'm saying, God, I can't <laughs> wait, boy. What a great, what a great year to play college football. <laughs> really? I said, you know what I'm saying? Could you imagine if you're like Tim Tebow's era? You know what I mean? Like Tebow's, oh, dude, Tebow's the money that guy would have made. Oh my goodness, yeah, that would have made. Nice. Right, right. It, it would have been donated nice. to the local church, but I'm still, it still would have been a lot of freaking money. Still, a yeah, lot still. Of money. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I want people to get to know Desmond Mamoudi, the the individual, the player. So what kind of player is USA? getting when they see Desmond Moody on the field? Let it, let them know. Uh, I mean, I'm kind of like a total package. I mean, I, I can bring it all to the table, whether I come with, with my power or my football IQ, my speed, my athletic ability. It's kind of just like, I mean, I'll never forget. Like, I was 185 pounds in seventh grade, sixth grade, and I could do front flips, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like I could, you know, and I could always be able to move and, and catch and run and stuff. So it's like... Like, coming into USF, I just want them to know, like, believe the hype. Like, I'm going to bring it. Like, I'm really going to – I'm going to come with everything I have. And you're going to get everything I can bring to the table out of me. So, just kind of an all-around player. I mean, I'm a, I'm a go-getter. Uh, I, I try to be a I try to be a vocal leader. I mean, I'm not going to force nobody to do anything. But, hey, I'm going I'm to check you. Like, if you if I see that you're doing something wrong, hey, man, we got to fix that. Let's get better together. Hope you're accountable. So, and you're going to do that. on that yes, defensive sir. line, man. You got to be able to do it. Absolutely. Now, I, I'm, I, I'm going to take you back. I'm going to take you back to yeah. you like 10, 11 years old. Yes, sir. Okay. So, Roll, here's a fun fact. So, we, we, we're getting ready for the season, right? Mm-hmm. Desmond comes up to me and goes, Coach, I want to play tight end. <laughs> I want you. I, I want you to throw. Because again, and again, and you know this about me, bro. I've always been a guy that throws the ball. A ton. Yeah, 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 yeah. As an OC, yeah. I'm right. a throw it. I'm a throw the ball kind of guy. Right. So yeah. Desmond comes to me in the fall. He's like, Coach, I don't want to play line. I want to play tight end. I want the ball. I want the ball. And I said, Desmond, you know what? I'm gonna do one better for you, bud. I'm gonna line you up in the backfield. Yeah. And we're gonna do a direct snap. And we're just gonna let you eat. So right. we get up. We get up on a team. We're probably like 28 nothing. Second quarter, we get to the goal line package, and here comes Desmond Mamoudi <laughs> trotting on the field to it's play like, quarterback. It's like watching now, again, the Chicago Bears. Desmond has like practiced this all week long. It's like watching the Chicago Bears <laughs> for the fridge come on to the show, come yeah. on to the field. He's got to run the ball. Yeah. He's got the leg kick. He's got it all. Just <laughs> a snap. Kid scores a touchdown. That was it. That was, that was from it. that point I forward. Never, never I heard it every single day of practice, coach. If you want touchdowns, just call me. Just call right. me. And you got That's the parents it. in the parking lot. I don't know why he doesn't throw to Desmond. Desmond's yeah. always open. He's always open. Demon six six he's six six and Pee Wee. <laughs> he's been that big since forever. That's now, me. now I'm gonna bring it back to the forward now. So you're you're at Kenwood Day School now. Yep. Y- y'all got some dudes over there. Yes, we do. You got my trig over there. Yep. Yep. You got you got some other dudes, big time yep. guys over there. So yes, sir. talk about you know, and Mark Jones. Mark Jones is probably one of my favorite high school coaches in the area. Yeah, yeah he's a great guy. Uh, he really he's is. a good dude. You got a good he OC is. out there, and Jeremy Earl is yeah. an OC out there. Shout out to him. Yeah, he's uh, doing good too. So talk about the goals that you guys have as a team for for this year, and then for you individually, personally, what are your own personal goals? So I mean, obviously, personally, I wanna. I mean, I'm gonna be the best defensive tackle in, in the county. Uh, I'm really shooting for top five in the state. Uh, I just wanna have. I wanna lead the state in tackles. I just wanna be that guy. Like when you read a newspaper, like Desmond Moody. No matter if it's on the East Coast, West Coast, up North, down South, I don't care. I just want you to know who I am. So like, I just wanna be known as that guy when you know. But uh, for my team, realistically, just, like, I don't want to set up for nothing less than a state championship. I mean, I was really close last year. I was really mm-hmm. close, but uh, unfortunately, we did lose. So this yeah. year, I really just got I got a new team. I got a new OC. I'm ready. I'm ready. New DC. I got everything. We're ready to roll, man. We got some dudes. We're working hard, hitting the weight room, hitting the field, and, and we're just ready to ball out. We're excited. We're excited to, to see what's going to happen this season. So... Just right, state championship, you know what I'm saying? Nothing left. That's, it, yeah. man. that's, that's what I'm talking about. And you know the what, man? It's bus. been a while that's since uh, it's been a while since Tampa brought one home, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while since Tampa brought one home. I know Armwood's been close a couple times. Yep. Um, I, I know some other schools. You know, Plants made a couple runs. Jefferson. I, I, I wonder. I wonder is is Jefferson the last one that won one? Because Jefferson won one in 2010. Oh wow! I wonder. That's a good question. I mean, I'm not, I, I, there has to been one since then. Um, I don't think Jefferson's been the last one. That's a definitely I have to look good it up and Maybe yeah. it'll come out on a comment here, but. Yeah. So state championship, that's the goal. Yeah, that's, that's the tackle. Yeah. In, in the country is the goal. Yeah. 
yeah. for you. I, I'm listen for, for me seeing you grow up as a young man, being that ten year old kid who, and back then, and, and I'm gonna give another shout out to Zach Kilborn. He used to make kids run oh. a ton. Holy okay? shit! And and Desmond hated it. He oh hated the I running after practice. <laughs> Boogers coming out my nose. I can't. I can't breathe. <laughs> But to see you from that young man back in when you were 10 playing up with 12 and 13 year olds, because that's what it was. Yes, you're playing, you know, two ages above you to the man you are today, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to your work ethic. Shout out to your parents. Thank and, you, and Coach. High school getting you ready to go. So one of the guys that's going to be coaching you is Daquan Bowers, man. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I mean, how? how uh, right? I'm like, saying. I mean. You you got you got to love the guy, right? Played at Clemson with Jeff Scott. Uh, decided to come to the coaching staff. Was drafted here. He was drafted Played to the, the Bucks. Bucks. What well, was in two thousand eleven? Um, yep. yep. So we, you got Daquan Bowers, who's like freaking an absolutely dominant player. You know what I'm yeah. saying? How did yeah. you? If you don't mind, real quick, how does that? How do you feel about getting to learn from a, a man like that? Because we we talked about Aaron Donald and, and we talked about Warren Sapp, but we get to you're learning from from an actual guru, D- yeah, right? Yeah, Daquan Bowers. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, just seeing his his personal statistics that he had in life. I mean, going from he was all American in college. I mean, all American in high school, all American in college. Took it to the NFL. I mean, just the knowledge that he has, and, and even him being kind of a new era guy, like knowing what he can bring to the table. Like he can enhance my game by 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 a crazy amount. So I'm just excited to have him as as a coach and a mentor, realistically. Right. You know, he's going to be somebody that when I get old, I'm going to tell my kids, hey, I looked up to him. Like, he was my guy, you know? Right. So uh, I'm really excited, uh, more or less. I know he's he's going to work me pretty good. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited, though. Like, I, I realistic, like, re- like, for real, I, I'm actually – I'm pumped that he's going to be my coach. I mean, he's such a – like, he's a great dude all in all. He texts me every day, like – how everything is, you know, like he's like, but like in reality, he's like a superhuman. He's right. massive. That guy's physique. That guy's physique and what he can do at his size and his body weight. Freakish. It is, it is, yeah. That's you, all you want to know what my pet right peeves? Mamudi, let, 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 Desmond, one of my pet peeves is we went to we went to a USF coaches clinic, uh, George and I. And we got to meet Daquan Bowers in person. We got to talk to him. One of the pet peeves I have is when people shake my hand. And their hand is bigger than mine, and they overpower my hand, like make me look like swallowed mine. Yeah. <laughs> swallowed mine. And I have a big hand. Right, right, right. right. Yo, I went I to go shake hand. his hand, and we're—I mean, we're locked in. We're—we're we're doing man shakes here. It's—it's it's a thumb to thumb. We're freaking locked in. And bro, it went all over my wrist to my forearm. Dude. I'm like, did you feel his grip? Yeah. And when he did it, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be a punk. So when he grabbed me, I did I I tried to hide as well as I could. I freaking when he squeezed, I went like this and like dipped my shoulder like mother, God dog it. And he got me good, man. He's got a grip on him, man. So I yeah, can just, he's, he's a beast. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. He's gonna teach so you some good things, man. Yeah, man. God yeah, bless him. This next session that we like to do with the kids, we like to call it we like to call it this or that. And for these questions here, what we're going to do, Desmond, these are off-the-wall kind of questions. I'm going to make you think about life. Uh-huh. It's going to make you reconsider things. Uh, so Raul's going to kick you off with the first one, and, and then I'll, I got some for you as we get down. Raul, go ahead. Hey, man, so so since your dad's a pizza guy, right? He owns New York, yeah. New York Pizza. I'm going to ask you here. This is my question to you. How do you feel about pineapple on pizza? Is it legal or illegal? Uh, it's legal. It's that, legal? Okay. That, that, yeah, sure. It's gas. Yeah. I, had, I had it. <laughs> I thought it was nasty. I tried it. I said, damn. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's good. I, I it's put good. a little bacon on there. I like bacon pineapple pizzas, man. I like putting yeah. a little on It's nothing wrong with it. I, I yeah. thought it was legal. Okay, good. I, I nah. had to ask. The, you're the pizza yeah, expert. That's why I had it's to make good. sure. No, nah, it passes in my book. My book is good. <laughs> okay. All right. The next one I'm going to give you here. If you had to pick one guy to spend a whole day talking to, <laughs> who is going to be? Jeff Scott. Really? Jeff, well, hold on. I'm going to give you an option. I'm going to give you an Scott. option here. I'm going to put oh, you in a pickle right. here. Oh, okay. I'm gonna put you in a pickle. Are you gonna uh, pick Warren Sapp? Okay. Or Aaron Donald? Oh, Aaron Donald. Really? You were Aaron talking. To, you were talking yeah. to Aaron Donald, huh? Yeah. Can, can you give me? I a, think so. Give me a reason why. What, what, why would you talk to Aaron Donald? No, just because he's more of a new generation player. You okay. know what I'm saying? He he's using that Fair. new technique. He's using that new technique that that speed and power finesse. It's kind of like something that you don't really see from an average person. You right. know what I'm saying? And no disrespect, Warren Sapp, is, he's dirty, and he would probably kill me with his bare hands. <laughs> but he's still, like, he 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 had more of that old school club rip inside, but 
Nah, well, I would love to talk to Aaron Donald for real. Yeah. If I could, yeah, for him for sure. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's mm-hmm. that, that's fair to say. Hey, yes, so I got, I got another one for you, all right, man? I don't know if you're a movie guy. I'm a movie guy. George is a, a movie uh uh, I guess you would say like uh, associate enthusiast. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I watch from the outside. Yeah, you're right. So that's true. So here you go. What what kind of movies are we into, Desmond? We into horror or comedy? Comedy. Hell yeah. no, I can't yeah, watch Yeah, I love the left. Yeah, I'm, I'm not right watching. There. there you go. If you make me watch a horror yeah. movie, the lights and it better be daytime. I'm not watching horror movies. <laughs> and, now, I'm a, and, and I'm a 15 military you. veteran. I'm a 15 year military veteran. I'm not watching that crap. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Appreciate oh, no, that you're too. good, man. You're, thank you, sir. I will tell you though, I, I, I'm a big Saw fan. Really? You know, I watched that. I watched that. That's some crazy stuff. I'll never watch it again. You I'll rob someone. It. Listen, listen. It's 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 perfect. You rob someone. You throw them in the house and you tell them figure it out. No, listen, man. That movie is the reason. That movie is the reason why I have to look behind myself two or three times when to I'm in a sure parking no lot because I don't want nobody kidnapping me and talking about some. Do you want to play a game? No, I don't. <laughs> I got, no, I got stuff I to do today, man. I got time for this I jigsaw. <laughs> All right, Desmond, here's another one. And I know, see, and this is this is the underrated part of your game here. People don't know about this. I know this about you. If you had one shot, I'm going to give you a basketball. You got one shot from the three-point shot, three-point line. If you make it, I'm going to hand you a bag of a million bucks. If you miss Ooh. it, you, don't, you cannot be on social media ever oh. again. Question for you, Desmond Moody. Do you take the shot? I'm taking the shot. I know he is. Uh, I know he is. I'm taking the shot. Bro. Yeah. I can hoop too. <laughs> I know, and what, and that's 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 a little known fact about Desmond. Yeah. The guy doesn't just play the one tech and the three tech on the D line. The I guy can ball up too. Court. Really? Yeah. He can play oh, yeah. on the basketball court too. Yeah. That's good, man. Especially for yeah. your guy being size, you can move like that. That's good, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. all right, so I, I yeah. got, so you got one more, George. Well, here's another fun fact. Okay. Uh, so Jefferson's playing Steinbrenner a couple of years ago. Uh huh. Okay, and and Des was playing the one tech. It literally took three guys to block, <laughs> three guys, and then still he made a tackle, three yard loss. Gets up, does a little flex, does a little flex, finds me because he knows I was at the game. Does a little <laughs> flex, like yeah, you can't stop me, you can't stop me. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. Hey, I, yeah. Desmond, man, I, I got one last one, man. I'm, I'm a breakfast. A, I'm a breakfast. That was a sack, by the way, coach. That was a sack. Oh yeah. Oh, it was yeah, a sack. sack of yeah, it was a sack. <laughs> I'm trying to take my sack from you. Oh, take the sack away. You know, I'm an OC. I, 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 I don't know what a sack is. <laughs> hey man, I got I got hey, another Lou. one for you, man. Hit so I, I've been I've been I'm a big breakfast guy, right? I love eating breakfast. Oof. If, if I can't miss I can't miss breakfast whatsoever. Oh boy. It throws off oh my boy. whole day, man. So I'm gonna ask you this question, then we're gonna blow your mind here in a little bit, okay? Oh yeah. All right. All right. So is cereal soup. Ooh. <laughs> And this is not a this is not a uh, a normal pause. This is yeah. Mamoudi's thinking about life yeah, right is, now. This isn't this isn't part of the show. This is Mamoudi just. <laughs> yes. I just stumped him. This pause has not been inserted. Yeah. Yeah. Can repeat the question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the question is: Is cereal a soup? Hell no. You don't cereal, think cereal? You well, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. It's a bowl so of liquid. So if the answer is no, what constitutes a, a soup? What constitutes a soup? What what makes a soup then? A soup is hot. I can't eat no cold soup. You eat cold soup. It depends. It depends, Moody. It depends. I've been there. I've had some struggles. I've been there. It's, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. It's not as We're bad as military in Afghanistan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you you have you nothing, get. when you're not allowed to make a fire because it's going to tell you where your location is, you start coming up with different ways to eat food. It's really not that horrible. It's really not that bad, man. All right. This next part here, what Rose is about to tell you. Mm-hmm. You're going to leave the it's gonna, show, it's gonna blow your go heart. open a box of cereal, and KC's one by one to confirm. Bro, hit him, I, I, hit I him love, with a fun fact. I love coaching kids, and I love trying to drop knowledge. Speaking of cereal, did you know Fruit Loops is all one flavor? It is not different flavors. They all taste the same. Did you know that? Hey, for real. <laughs> oh, boy. It's oh, all boy. Those- Listen to me. Grab a bowl of Fruit Loops, taste one, wash it down with your palate, taste another one. Tell me if it tastes like berry or lemons, because it doesn't. It's all the same. It, it's all the same. Wow, bro. <laughs> I'll never eat Fruit Loops again. Well, don't say that. There might be some guy that wants to market you or something. Don't, you know, we, we love Fruit Loops. We're not saying Listen, that. Listen, if, if Fruit Loops calls you to say, Desi, we want you to be on the box. Yeah. Yeah, well, you, you got to be food for the rest of your life. The answer is yeah. absolutely. Where they do can, I sign? They can dress me up in the whole bird outfit and everything. I don't care. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing the whole thing, man. Wow. 
I can't believe that. He said, All right, it, it, my last question for you here, okay? We've asked, we've asked everyone. There's been the one question we ask everybody when they join the show. I think I know the answer just looking at you on, on, on StreamYard here with us. Are you a iPhone or Android guy? iPhone. Now, part two to that question, what are your parents? Uh, my, I, oh, boy. My, mom, my mom's an iPhone. My dad had an Android, and then he, kind of, uh, he got rid of it. He said it was too complicated, so he yeah. went back to an <laughs> iPhone. It is. So, so, th- so then good. Uh, no, so that, that to your parents switch over to the good side. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every, so every back, athlete we've iPhone. talked to, every single one, Every single Every athlete one. has a has a iPhone, and majority of the not all, but majority of their parents all have Androids. And I kept telling people like nobody that's a D one prospect nope. deals with an Android. Nobody that's yeah, organized. No, nobody that's that's got goals in life. <laughs> nobody nobody gets an those are people that are just goals winging it in the world and they're just yoloing it all around here. These are people that with D one prospects love Going iPhones. Somewhere. Right, these are. We have a direction. I got. I got to do this. I don't have time to figure out this phone, Dad. <laughs> so, Desmond, I appreciate you, man. There's been that section of this or that. Absolutely. So, the next part over here, Desmond, I want you to tell people a where can they find some great pizza if they want to find it. Let them know exactly where to find it. Uh, so if you, there's only one spot, it's called New York New York Pizza. It's on North Dalmabry Highway in Carrollwood. That's uh, that's one of the eight locations that my dad owns, but it's fire. It's good. Yeah. Now, if they yeah. want to go online and find a location near them, what website can they go to? You just type in New York, New York Pizza, and uh, it'll it. pop up. Depending on where you live and how far the delivery range is, you can even order online. There's also Uber Eats, Grubhub, Postmates. There's all types of stuff. So there's there's no reason not to get it. You know what I'm saying? That's right. Especially it's pizza. Who doesn't yes. want pizza? Right. Yeah. Who doesn't want? I mean, we got other stuff too. We got pasta, subs, chicken wings. We got everything. There you go. Oh, that's what I'm talking so, about. Now, Desmond, if someone wants to follow you online, they want to find you on IG, they want to find you on Twitter, let them know your handles. Where can they find you at? Uh, my Instagram is Desmond underscore M99. And then my Twitter is capital D. And then my last name, Mamudi. M-A-M-U-D-I. That's what's up, man. Well, Desmond, listen, I want to take more of your time, man. I appreciate you jumping on the show because that's all the time that we have for today's show. Uh, yeah, man, we really appreciate everybody that joined it, man. It was really awesome having to talk to FHSA uh, expert, TJ Robinson, who's going to make a huge impact. And then, of course, Desmond Mamoudi, man. Really love you guys. Thank you so much for joining the show. You can find us on... IG and Twitter by simply searching on the clock radio. Uh, visit our website at otcsportstalk.com. Send us a uh, an email from there and uh, tell us, let us know what you think. Visit our shop. You find some good stuff there as well. Good gifts, ideas. Uh, until next time, you're on the clock. <laughs>